I love science. I always have. When I was in school, I couldn't wait for science class. Biology mesmerized me. Physics tried to satisfy the many whys that always danced around my head. And chemistry, like a vault, the hardest of all the disciplines was the most challenging of all for me. Whether it was geology, geography, space science, I wanted it all. I wanted to know everything. And even though life took me in different directions and reflections, science still plays a big role in who and what I am. My parents, of course, knew my interest in science and they cultivated it. Not going to college was never an issue for them. We were going to college, period, end of story. Study what you want, they said. Stay as long as you want. But you are going to go to university and you are going to continue to learn. It was something they told me from the earliest times. And so I figured this is pretty much standard stuff that parents teach their kids. That's why I was astonished when one of my grade 12 classmates started working right after the school year ended. I simply couldn't believe that someone was not going to college. Of course, today I fully understand that extended education is not for everybody and may not even be necessary for everybody. What I do not understand is how ignorance is celebrated and how those who are educated are dismissed as elite or, at worst, conspiratorial. The flat earth people are the perfect example of this. The earth was proved to be a sphere, or pretty darn close to it, more than 2,200 years ago. A Greek named Eratosthenes of Cyrene, computed the circumference of the Earth using simple geometry and trigonometry. And though most of the Greek scholars, like Aristotle at the time, suspected that the Earth was round, after all, when the ships on the horizon disappear, they surely don't fall over the edge, the only explanation they had was a round Earth. And yet today, There are people who simply can't accept or understand the reality of this. Their minds are filled with conspiracies. NASA is hiding something. The arithmetic used to figure out the world's size is misleading and so forth. It is actually a very impressive feat of mental gymnastics, though. To be able to prove with a small stick the exact manner that was proven 2,300 years ago and still be blind to the reality is a feat of mental gymnastics that inevitably gives rise to a chortle of pity laughter. Seekers after the truth, be they scientists or theologians, listen to each other, check each other's work, critique each other, and are usually persuaded if the facts match the theory which matches the data, which matches the original hypothesis. Well, not always, though. Even after some of the great achievements and discoveries of the modern age, some of the most radical theories about how the world works are still disputed or ignored. Even Einstein, whose theories of relativity changed the way we look at the world, simply could not believe all of the premises of quantum physics. For instance, Google, if you want, spooky action at a distance, but prepare to have your mind blown if you are unfamiliar with it. 
Usually those who deny the reality of things come in two flavors. Either they sincerely believe their point of view based on the real data, or two, they are just simply being iconoclastic. And being iconoclastic is a rebellion against authority regardless of what the authority says or teaches. This is what parents of teenagers sometimes complain about when they talk to me about the challenging teenage years. And with anything that refuses to mature, iconoclasm can morph into disagreement with anyone about anything. Being an iconoclast means having a full-time job. In Yiddish, we call somebody like that fabisana, constantly bitter. We all know people who are fabisana. One person in particular stands out. Many years ago in my rabbinate, I happened to be in the kitchen with the queen of Fabisson when another congregant brought in a bunt cake that she had made for the Oneg Shabbat, which is the snack time after Shabbat service. Now, instead of thanking the woman and taking the cake and preparing it for the service and acknowledging the effort that she took to bake the cake and provide for the congregation, Miss Fabissina simply said, oh, a bunt cake. It's just a tunnel of glue. This is toxic iconoclasm. And its roots come from never quite getting out of the teenage years. Today, there are lots of teenagers roaming around. And they are usually grown adults, though, and really not teenagers. They are in denial about the COVID-19 virus. They are still spouting that it's a hoax, that the numbers are a conspiracy. And the numbers aren't real, by the way. In fact, they are way, way higher than we think, as we will soon find out. The worst part about it, though, is that whomever and from wherever their confirmation bias can be affirmed, that is the source upon which they will live their lives. If the governor of a state says the state is leveling off the curve, despite the obvious truth of it, deniers will simply latch onto it and always will take the next step and go back to their pre-COVID behavior. Look at Florida. Look at Arizona. Look at Virginia. They just simply don't believe their eyes. They convince themselves they are immune because they're young or they're religious. And even if this virus affects their family, they will continue to deny its virulence because to acknowledge the truth is really hard. Acknowledging the truth means that you were wrong. And when you realize you were wrong in this kind of situation, you then realize how many people you have hurt along the way. Ask anyone in Alcoholics Anonymous. They know this scenario all too well. Ecclesiastes said in the Bible that there's nothing new under the sun. So you shouldn't be surprised that denial and willful ignorance is reflected in the Bible as well. Though the prophet Isaiah is speaking about the willful ignorance of the Jewish people's disregard of the covenant, the essence of the verse applies equally to those who walk among us, possibly carrying infection, disregarding the needs of others, putting themselves in danger. We read this verse, and it speaks to us today. Talk about biblical relevancy. So here's the verse. Act stupid and be stupefied. Act blind and be blinded. They are drunk, 
but not from wine. They stagger, but not from liquor. For the Lord has spread over you a spirit of deep sleep and has shut your eyes, the prophets, and covered your heads, the seers, so that all prophecy has been to you like the words of a sealed document. If it is handed to someone who can read and he is asked to read it, he will say, I can't because it's sealed. And if the document is handed to one who cannot read and he is asked to read it, he will say, I can't read. A long set of verses, but obviously Isaiah is speaking about the covenant and the disregard and ignorance of the words of the prophets and the seers, the wise and the discerning. But Isaiah's message is our message for today. It's exactly the same. Sooner or later, the truth bubbles forth. And it often happens that it bubbles forth right under your feet. To paraphrase the magnificent movie Magnolia, you may be finished with the truth, but the truth is not finished with you. I suppose we will always have those who deny the simple reality that we all see, that their blindness may very well kill them or kill any one of us if we aren't more careful than they are. Mark Twain said, that is just the way with some people. They get down on a thing when they don't know nothing about it. Isaiah saw it. Flat earthers can't see it. But flat earthers are relatively harmless. People who disregard the reality of the virus and don't take the necessary precautions that we all know about are not so harmless. Those people may very well die. And that's harmful to me too. It's time for us to think like Jews, for us to stop putting ourselves in danger and you stop putting me in danger and me stop putting you in danger. I don't want to be the one paying for your denial, for your denial is a stealthy murderer. The state and the country may be opening up, but there are too many out there and among us who take that as a sign that the crisis is over. You may be finished with the truth, but the truth is not finished with you. The usual problem with finally figuring it out is that it's usually too late. For God's sake, no, for your sake, and for the sake of the guy next to you who is trying to protect himself and you, if you are going to repress anything, repress your denial. Act as if the world depends upon every little thing that you do, because for someone else, it very well may.